0: Season episode
1: forty-one. My name is James, and I'll be your game master. Let's introduce our players. Hello, my name is Eric, and I play Sten, the half-orc barbarian.
2: Hi, my name is Molly, and I play Eden, the noble human sorceress slash wizard.
1: Hi, my name is Mark, and I
3: play
4: Geesh, the human fighter paladin.
5: Hi, I'm Amanda, and I play Galena, the dwarven bard.
4: Hi, my name is Alex, and I play Dupe, the dwarf fighter.
5: And I'm Winter,
6: and I play the elf druid Sariel.
0: And last time on Sometimes Heroes, you hold on, hold are... on, James. Yeah, I noticed
3: you didn't say we were being joined by guest player Alex. Does this mean something? No, I think it just okay. means
0: I remembered that he was here, and you guys didn't have to yell at me. Did you forget him last
4: time? Is that we? Yeah, yes, you
3: did. Okay, he always forgets
4: me. <laughs> it's not that Why I'm, I'm still you, it's friends just... with him. I have no idea. I'm clearly a psychopath. <laughs>
0: uh...
3: Okay, sorry. Before I interrupt you,
0: right, right, right. Uh... <clears throat> Last time, on Sometimes Heroes, y'all went out to find your lost friend, Sten, in a devil bile soup of acid geysers, and fought off some Umbrian troops, some mercenaries, and managed to escape and return to the city. Made some plans to split up with your resident NPCs, and get some information the following day. We joined the party as you wake up in the morning- well, no- I'm sorry, you went to bed in the morning. As the party wakes up in the mid-afternoon, the city noise preventing you from getting a supremely restful sleep, but you guys have a full rest. Get back all your HPs and spell slots, as none of you have been injured so much that you cannot recover fully.
5: Whoa, what a night. I killed people, didn't I? Oh, crap. I killed people. I don't do that every day. It's like every third day at this point. Yeah it's usually so, an accident
3: with me are we in our, our separate rooms james or are we all in the same room
0: you all have separate rooms four rooms to be specific as you all wake up sariel is the first to awaken as your nostrils twitch to the scent of tea brewing and your eyes blearily open well you're an elf so your eyes beautifully open. <laughs> To the image of Lori with a steaming
5: Ooh. pot
0: of tea standing over the bed, sort of wafting S- it at you.
5: Some other things are gonna be steaming too. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Winter.
0: <laughs> wakey wakey. I'm like, never mind.
6: <laughs> Good morning.
0: She pours it in two cups and hands you one as you sit up in your bed and like rub your eye a little bit. So I got the meeting with this hottie sill that you mentioned.
6: Oh, that was fast work.
0: Oh yeah, well, I had to drop Eden's name. I hope that's not a problem.
6: Uh, it shouldn't be. I'd be lying if I said that wasn't something we had done in the past.
0: Yeah, apparently the Milan name carries a lot of weight in this town. But you guys are supposed to meet him sometime tonight, preferably not after sunset, to discuss her joining his school as a potential student. He thinks that she's perhaps a bit old, but was willing to because he has heard of Quinn. But I would recommend maybe not sticking to that facade for too long. He seems like a pretty sharp guy.
6: I got that impression from when I was asking around. It gets us in the door at least, so that's something. That's what
0: I thought. Anyway, uh, I'm going to wake everybody else up. Enjoy your tea. Thank you. The next five minutes involves Lori gently knocking and or sneaking into everybody's rooms and gently shaking them awake. I'd like to say he might have already been awake. Are there many people in the common area,
3: in the main room?
0: There are the usual amount of people in the common room, and the only reason Giege would be awake is if he didn't get any sleep. So do you want Mm. to take a long rest or not?
3: Yeah, long rest is fine.
0: Okay, because this person is waking you up before you should wake up, but I'm giving you the long rest anyway.
3: Do we know if any of the rooms we're staying in are larger than the other ones?
0: Two of them are slightly larger and have double beds rather than, I mean, like king-sized beds rather than double beds.
3: Uh, then I'm going to suggest we meet in one of those rooms because this town is kind of owned and I'd be very cautious to speak in the main room.
0: After Lorian wakes you up and you mention this sort of groggily, she's like, yeah, that's a really good idea. I'll tell everybody else and scoots out of the room to get Sten, street meat and dupe. Here we are. Oh, I should ask,
3: is Sten still wearing his ebon snow vest?
0: I, Interesting uh, question. <laughs> we should go with stuff. Yes. This is the first time that you guys have gotten to hear his episode.
1: Yes,
3: at that, Gij will immediately scold i like,
1: serious? Are you serious, Sten? Really? What? What's wrong with it? It looks good. I'm. This part. Of my, it's my clan now. I'm part of the clan. Aren't you happy for me?
3: Um, I'm a little happy for you. I'm. I'm. I'm no. a little annoyed. Your clan is bent on conquest. Wait, wait, hold on. Rewind a little oh, bit, right, right. He hasn't told me. Right. Okay. He hasn't Sorry. told you any of this. No, no, no. He has. He did tell us, James. Sen said that he wants to take the castle and then maybe the other castle. What does that tell you
0: about what clan he's from?
3: He said that he joined Grogo Black Moon's clan and that Groggo wanted to take Black Hill and expand further. Oh
0: okay. I, I mean I I didn't remember him saying that, but that's fine. Okay. Never mind. I'm sorry. I,
1: I'm i pretty Do sure you recall, recall Eric. Uh I don't recall actually. You you listened more recently than I did. I mean, you to think, but I've been busy the last little while. Oh, no, I'm in, I'm,
3: in I'm pretty sure you would said, yeah. So I kind of, I kind of joined his clan, and yeah, just some light, some light conquering. You said, remember you? Uh, do you remember? That oh yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yes, yeah. yes, I recall that. Okay, okay, cool. okay. never mind. Yeah. So continue. Well, it was that, yeah. We just, well, it's just that they need a little bit of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's all.
3: So I get it, but it's probably not a good idea to wear that vest in this town.
1: All right, fair enough, fair enough. I can hide it. Anyone have, like, a nice cloak I can put on over it, maybe? Or you
0: can just (laughs) take off the vest. You've been given a a (laughs) good cloak from
1: disguise kits, basically. Right, right, right. I would still suggest you take it off. All right, I'll take off the vest. Jeez, get off my back. It's a nice vest. I'll fold it up super nicely, like super, super nicely. So delicate.
3: So do we all convene in in a separate room rather than the main room?
0: Yeah, so I guess you all convene back in Sariel's room.
3: Hi. And the NPCs have not gone on their missions yet, have they, James? Nope. Okay, Sarl, do you tell us that we have an appointment to meet Hati Sil?
6: Yee. Lorian got us an inn, an appointment with Hati Sil sometime this evening, preferably before sundown. Lorian did use Eden's name to secure that meeting. Uh, we're oh going boy. there. Now it's it'll be fine. I don't have Everything to will like. will be fine.
2: I don't have to do anything weird, do I?
6: Uh, We're going there under the pretense that you are looking to become a student, but we probably shouldn't try to keep that up for too long, since apparently he is quite perceptive.
0: Lorian nods. Oh
2: boy. So is there anything in particular, any niche that I supposedly want to study? Or was this just a general request?
0: She looks around and, well, your brother is a famed arcane architect. Isn't that what... You also studied, or did you study something else?
2: Ah, that's what I studied. I mean, I didn't finish, but I studied it. Anyway, let's change the subject. That hey, sounds don't. like something I can tap dance my way through.
3: Don't worry, Eden. I'm um, sure we can find some otherworldly tea that will help you finish off your education.
2: That is, is that... very kind of you.
3: I mean, isn't that what they're all about?
5: Yeah, totally. Okay,
3: Okay, hold on wait. No. Because um, Amanda was trying to say things.
5: Is anybody else going to be with 2 still? All of us should go except you.
3: Uh,
0: Oh, yes. uh, Neither I nor Galena should go. I went through a third party, so he didn't see me. But uh, he knows us. And um, we didn't make the best first impression.
5: Yeah. One of his friends wants to kill me because he thinks that I killed his brother. But I didn't. What? Did you? No, I didn't. His brother killed himself because he's stupid.
2: Oh, um, that's sad? Question mark. Yeah, it was sad, but I mean,
5: he shouldn't have tried to light something that I was holding on fire at a place where if you show aggression, ghosts will shoot you in the head.
2: Oh my. Well, yeah, that yeah. does sound like a, a pretty dumb move.
3: What did the ghost shoot him with?
2: An arrow. Can ghosts hold bows and arrows? And yeah, they just go right through them?
4: Are these well, ghost it
3: was,
2: arrows? It was like a drager. I think L- it was a dra I
4: think that's what says, it was
5: called. Drauger. Droger.
0: They're mummies, basically.
5: Yeah, it's it's that um that place that Sten's new friend, big orc buddy, yes. wants the castle with the ghosts or the, the Droger before he takes over the other castle with the living people.
0: Yes, yes. the one you're in.
5: Yeah. It was neat, except for the whole show aggression, get shot in the head thing.
3: will pipe up, so where are we supposed to meet Syl? And who does he think is going to come talk to him besides Eden?
0: Lorian looks out the window and points down a street. Uh, it's still in uptown, it's just closer to the north wall. Apparently he has a lodging there. That's more of a Embersun private estate. But I don't think he's expecting anybody but... Eden, and perhaps a couple of servants. But that is another reason why I feel it's important that you do not try to keep up your masquerade too long. I think if you merely tell him what you want or cut to the chase quickly, this is just a con to get you in the door.
3: Mm.
2: So then what? Have we thought that far?
0: Well, I believe Sario had something she wanted to ask him. Isn't that right?
6: Yes. Uh, When I was in Zilgrada... I saw some students practicing a summoning, more or less, and I would like to ask him more about that. Alright, well,
2: this ought to be fun. Uh,
6: The Baron is an Ambersun trade baron, uh, but what he's best known for is his expertise in arcane arts. I believe specifically in regards to extraplanar entities doing that summonings, or not doing that summonings.
5: He should know something about that because the, the book that the the guy that died burned had something in it about that. His his uh, cohort or whatever. He really didn't want me to read any more of the book, but it had something in there about that.
6: I don't know if I mentioned this specifically earlier. Things were kind of crazy. Uh, but while I was in Zilgrada, that one school that I visited that I'm pretty sure has their students forming packs, they were looking for stories. Always looking for stories. And that seemed real familiar. That that seems like something we dealt with recently.
5: Stories? Yeah. The uh, nothing that listens or whatever. Was looking for... Memories. In- yeah. Hmm. So I have to wonder if we're not
6: dealing with the same sort of creature, if not the same creature. I don't know for sure. I don't have enough information. But hopefully we can get some more information
3: tonight. Or... The nothing that listens has infected other creatures on other planes. In any case, I'm pretty sure you're going to walk into a trap, Eden, This kind of feels like a trap. I kind of think everything's a trap, but I'm pretty sure this is a trap.
2: What isn't a trap these days?
0: Lorian nods. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's a trap for sure, but you should definitely roll deep. It's a compound with the Abmer Sun, and they have a grand magus with them. It wouldn't be a good idea to go in there solo.
3: Well... I guess we could all go together i mean those of us who who have to he looks amongst the npcs those of us who aren't <laughs> going to be Sorry. wait
0: <laughs> what did i just say something wrong just i look amongst the npcs Ugh. why is why is that bad <laughs> the riffraff the
3: hoi ploy well yes. i mean do you do you want me to bring them all? i'm welcome i would be very happy to bring them all along and just crush whatever they have there with No, I mean, they already have
0: plans, but going in with like 10 people is probably too much.
3: Well, let me rephrase it. Well, I guess we should go all together for those of us who don't have plans. And this is early in the morning. I think I want to check that temple, though.
0: It's actually mid-afternoon. Okay. Because you went to sleep early in the morning. Right. Okay. All the riffraff, the NPCs, all of your new cohort nod as they they know their job for the day. Except for Lorian, who looks around as they're anything i can help with yeah do you know any magic Lorian? enough to get by but no not a lot it's not my specialty
3: sorrow how many times can you polymorph someone or do that in a day
0: that
6: is a good question
3: there's know that- street has Scott his heart set on becoming a bird but there's a time limit on that spell so i don't know i mean i don't think he can be a bird the whole day
5: I just imagine, like somewhere in the distance, there's a bird flying around. Suddenly, turns into an orc and just falls from the sky.
0: Oh, <laughs> Street Meat's in the Room, though. Oh, <laughs> Hopefully oh hi. He... Hopefully he doesn't go over time like uh, Tobias from Animorphs.
5: <laughs> is he <laughs> now? you're just he a, bird? Still a bird.
0: Tobias is, but unfortunately, Street Meat will just plummet from the sky <laughs> and die.
5: Wait, who's Tobias? Did I miss something?
0: It's a book Dude, series. James Don't worry about, about it. He's talking about Animorphs. Oh, being, no. Oh, He's being a dweeb. I've been listening to a podcast as good. It reminded me of my childhood. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so
5: Adorable. Wait, Street Meat not a bird right now?
0: No, right now you are having your morning meeting. Like, what are we going to do about all this nonsense? But most of your 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 fellows, the people you've brought in on this, have plans. Street Meat is going to be a Borb, Dupe, Oost. I think just Dupe and Oost are going to go bother some mercenaries. Connor and Odette are going to go dress up as royalty, which they might need a little bit of help with, either an introduction or a disguise or something, which would probably fall on Eden as well.
3: Well, I guess we could try and figure out what nobility we can try and pass them off as. Do you know of any Eden that we could say is Connor and Odette?
2: I can throw out some names that are totally not made up off the top of my head.
0: Connor pipes up. <clears throat> if If no one, like, knows... That my family is supposed to be dead? They could probably just sell me as a Fairweather.
3: I get what you're saying, but you're gonna to want to use your name later,
0: so I would suggest against it. Fair Eden, who do you want to introduce me as?
2: Cecilia Flonkerton.
1: That's the best name. That's a fantastic name. That sounds like it would be Odette's name. Did Cecilia have a brother?
2: Uh yes. It is quite feminine sounding, isn't it? Uh, Cecilia and Cecilio
3: Flonkerton. Okay. Oh,
1: Cecilio that sounds like a. Flunkerton disarren name i'm into it cecilio so man because it sounds like the name of a duck i want to have a duck now named flunkerton (laughs) anyway carry on sorry that was just important to get out so so i
0: have an important question is it flunkerton like you failed this class or is it
1: flong no flunkerton which is i have no idea what that's about
2: it's it's not about anything it's just
1: it's about the word Flonkerton, which is fantastic how do you not all appreciate this Oh, I yeah, like... um, I do appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Eric just typed okay.
2: it in the chat, yeah, and that is exactly how I imagined it would be spelled.
0: Right. Okay. We're on the same wavelength here. Yeah. I misheard it. I was thinking <laughs> flunk as in fail. Actually, okay.
2: that would be funny. <laughs> but nope, no, it's, it's, it's Flunkerton. Uh, it, is, it, it is what it is. It's a thing now.
0: Okay. So, Eden, are you going to go to the castle with them and introduce them to somebody as Cecilia and C- Cecilio Flunkerton, nobles of Dessara, here to visit?
2: Absolutely.
0: Sell their intro so they can wander unopposed.
2: Yep, we gotta do what we gotta do.
3: Usual lean over and say, if anyone asks, you should probably say your sister is a little
0: under the weather. Uh, okay. Odette, like, shrugs, like, nah.
2: Wait, why would you want him to say that? This is kind of an out-of-character question.
3: Oh, because Odette doesn't speak.
2: <gasps> ah, well, then, yeah, that would probably help, wouldn't it?
3: could just say she's mute.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's well, not...
3: I mean, out of character. I don't know if the Flank- if Cecilia Flonkerton is mute, or if people will be like,
0: "Oh, Cecilia is not telling all her great jokes." You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a real. That's a good question. Are the Flonkertons real nobility that you are pulling their name, or are you making up a name?
3: Oh well,
2: in my mind, I was imagining that Eden was pulling out a real name, names of people who actually exist, but that people in this part of the country would. Almost certainly not have met.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So you're pulling someone from very far away. Okay. Cool. So the Flonkertons, Cecilia and Ce- Cecilio, brothers of unimaginative parents. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look, they're rich. They're not. They're not creative, James.
2: Yeah.
0: Cool. So they're from really far away. Hopefully nobody knows <laughs> that Cecilia is not mute. Or maybe he could just be like, well, she became mute recently. There
2: you go. Yeah, she was in a terrible accident.
0: Mm-hmm, mm. Don't ask about it. It's very traumatizing. Mm. Magic ducks. Acid. So many acid ducks.
2: Anybody get the get get the reference? It oh. crowd. No, I'm disabled. Yes. I'm how? What? Not. Oh, how did it happen?
0: Acid.
5: I, I- <laughs> I realized the other yesterday that I've been making references to the IT crowd to one of my friends at work, and he's never seen the IT crowd, and I just don't know what he thinks of me just randomly going into an Irish accent saying, "People, what a bunch of bastards!" <laughs> and, and I'm just like, "Yep, Amanda,
2: okay."
0: That sounds well, perfectly what, reasonable. Next time, to me. next <laughs> time,
2: make sure you say, "Warning: Contain scenes of graphic homoeroticism."
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Wait,
6: I stopped paying attention, and now I'm paying attention again.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Gloria!
3: I don't don't think it's that kind of homoeroticism. You don't know?
0: We'll find out if it's that kind of eroticism. Alright, carry on, guys. Let's get back on track.
3: So, the polymorph spell, how does that work? Right,
6: I'm going to have to take that out of character and double-check that with James. It looks like I can cast it multiple times, and it does not look like it is something that depends on concentration.
0: We know that it doesn't depend on concentration, but do you have enough Oh, it's a level four spell. You can cast it three times. Wow.
6: So today I can turn Street Meat into a bird three times, or I can turn two people into birds. But to answer the question, yes, I can do that thing.
3: Is it a ritual spell?
0: Oh, it is concentration. When is it you concentration? When you sub it down so it'll see. I'm up for you maintaining it as you walk around town, but like it can only be on one person. Okay. I, hate to, I hate to be that kind of killjoy.
6: No, 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 right. no that, that works. I will, I feel like that is an acceptable, yeah, I completely, I was looking in the description and not like the actual, like, here's the spell deets.
0: Lorian looks around as this is going on and sees Sariel just like furrowing her eyebrows, doing mental calculus to see how many people she can turn into a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and says, I think I can just look around town, you know, I might find something to do.
3: If you're well-connected, maybe
0: you can... Well, hmm. It is my job could, to be well-connected.
3: You could act as support for the Flonkertons, brother and sister Flonkerton, if they need assistance. What if you're our point woman? Every, if if need be, everyone can tap you, and then you can just run assistance. That way we've got some birds, got people chatting up nobles, and uh List and Dupe will be checking out the mercs. Uh, okay, you,
0: if anybody wants in- to send me a sending, I'll be there in a jiffy
3: do you know sending can you do sending
0: no but Mm -hmm. you all you all have scrolls don't you uh i do most of us have
3: scrolls yeah
1: hell yeah
2: i have scroll
3: out of character eric i think the scroll you have only works
1: for your new big bro yeah i know that's (laughs) important too (laughs) well
3: she's asking if we have never mind
1: look someone asked if i have a scroll and i have a scroll that's fancy do you expect me not to say that i have a scroll I feel like it's noteworthy. (laughs) Like, very few times in my life, if I'm around people who said, do you have a scroll, have I been able to say yes? And this is one situation at long last that I can say that I have one. And so I did.
0: (laughs) Okay. Your crew looks around for the, like, are we we breaking? Kind of in their eyes. Are we going? Oh, I forgot to ask. So wait, how
3: long does, I mean, I, I didn't forget to ask, I asked, but how long does Polymorph last? As long as she's concentrating?
6: It lasts an hour. Okay. Um, unless um, James wants to fudge that too. <laughs> uh, but the spell lasts an hour.
0: I think if you burn all three spell slots or level five spell slot, you can make it basically like half the day. Because this is more of a role playing situation.
3: Yeah. Well, hold on. I mean, as much as Street Me would love to do it, I don't know how terribly useful he would be like that. When I think it actually might not be a bad idea to have two someone on the ground with Lori. Were with, you know, Eve, and as much as I like the idea of us giving street meat butt pats by letting him be a burb, Me too. Um, I think maybe it'd be more prudent to have him just do one roundabout as a burb, and then be like, all right, you're on the ground you're with Laurie.
6: Here's the other
0: thing, though. He's an orc. Laurie actually looks around and is like, he might cramp my style. Yeah. Nothing wrong oh, with him, but he might make other people
1: think that I'm not single. He's an excellent cook. Just going to put that out there. That matters.
0: Well, if we end up trying to infiltrate the castle, we might be able to both get jobs, but that would take a while.
3: Well, YouTube just could be on the ground support, not necessarily very close to each other. How good are your eyes, Streetmeat? I mean, orc eyes, whatever bird you're going to turn into.
0: Streetmeat like looks around like, what? And it's like, I can read that sign outside, fine. You look outside and there's a sign like down the road a ways. Seems hey, wait, like, wait, wait. Kind of hard to read.
1: When we, were, when we were on our delightful buddy orc adventure, was he the one that spotted those orcs that were lying in wait for us? Yes. Yes. Guys, his eyes are so good. He spotted some guys that, well, I mean, to be honest, I eventually became friends with, that were sort of lying in wait to ambush us uh, behind some like rocks, as I recall. And I didn't spot him. He did. So, okay. and then that was after he made a delicious meal that I ate and it only cost me so, a thousand gold. I also spotted the other gentlemen who are about to jump the people who yeah. were about to jump us. I was going to mention that, but it got complicated. There were, there was multiple layers of ambushes. True.
4: As
3: street meet and center are saying this, he's just going to quickly walk over the window and look out. Does there any like tall buildings or tower that's not part of the, the, what's McCall call it? The, the castle James?
0: The unbreakable temple is pretty tall. The tallest building after that is probably like three stories, but it's a mass of roofs at that point.
3: Because what I'm thinking is we could have him be a bird and then once he's done with bird mode, he just chills out somewhere high and keeps his eyes out. Do
0: either of those spots look like that would work? Um, Both, but getting down from them would be a problem.
3: Oh, so there's, there's, there's no like a uh, bell tower or anything like that?
0: The tower in the castle for sure does have like a place, but you guys know that Quinn is in there, right? right?
3: Right. Uh, but I'm saying the Unbreakable no...
0: Temple is a hollow tower with a pillar in the middle up to a roof.
3: Have you done much roof climbing
0: before, Street Meat? Mm, not a lot. <clears throat> I can always
6: turn him into a bird to get him
0: down again. True. He, like, gives you finger guns, guiche. Mm. Well,
3: I tell you what, if your bird, if the bird times wears out, it's, get yourself somewhere high you and keep an eye out because apparently you're a good lookout. But somewhere that you can still manage to get yourself safely down.
0: He just gives you a thumbs up.
3: And do you know what you're going to be doing, Lorraine, other than just trying to keep point?
0: I'm going to be having a look around. If you guys need help, contact me. How about try and
3: coordinate yourself with Street Meet? So this way, if anyone gets into trouble, there's someone relatively close by. And that way, you guys can sort of bridge the gaps.
0: Street and her start, like, exchanging signals. She's like, okay, I'm going to make this hand signal if I'm going into a building and I'm going to kill somebody. And then I'm going to make this hand signal if I'm going to into a building and I'm going to be there for a while. So just leave. Uh-huh. And she just keeps doing that to him, but like quiet on the side. Okay, I think this is good now. And Eden, you just
3: send Eve out there to uh, keep an eye on him and when he's done, she can just come back and let us know what's going on.
2: Sounds like a plan.
0: Are you ready yet? Yes. Okay, first order of business is for Eden to sell the Flonkertons cover at the castle so i assume you guys go out and get some nice fashion forward clothes for odette ah, that's and- right and connor mm-hmm.
2: yeah we got to make them look the part yeah we need to do that
0: that doesn't take long and we don't have to roleplay through it if you don't feel like it but you guys approach the castle with now a gutsy up Connor and Odette. Odette looks uncomfortable with the large dress and lots of frills, but seems to be putting a brave face on or an angry Wait, face. She,
5: she is so what? brave. Hmm? Connor's the woman?
0: No, Odette has the large frilly dress.
5: <laughs> I read Connor was putting on a brave face with the... I mean, I heard... I don't know. I'm tired. I just remembered I have chicken tenders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, that was... Just- Fantastic of thought. Thanks, well, thanks now I want chicken tenders.
0: Okay, <clears throat> so Odette is uncomfortable in all her frilly lace, but is putting on a brave face, as is Connor, who is uh, arm in arm with this assassin who he's scared of, but is also putting on a brave face as they uh, walk next to you, Eden, into the castle gate, the guards recognizing you because you've been here for near on two weeks.
2: Greetings. How is everyone this morning? Lovely weather we're having.
0: The guards nod politely at you. How are you going about integrating your spies into this castle as believable visitors?
2: Hmm, an excellent question to be sure.
4: Indeed. Um, hmm.
2: Maybe
5: I can at least get them into the castle. I don't have to see to I mean, Sil.
0: They're already in the castle. Like, you guys are doing oh. this right now. Well, I was, I was uh-huh. going to say...
3: Last time we'd, we discussed them possibly going to the fancier parts of town. And now you're seeing they're in the castle.
0: You guys are already in the fancy part of town. And when I said bar hopping in the fancy part of town, you said, no, I wanted them to hang out with the nobility.
3: Oh, okay. So that's so the nobles wouldn't be in the
0: fancy bars. Yes. The courtiers, like if you want to hear like noble gossip, you need to hang out in the castle. Gotcha.
5: Okay. I want to hear noble gossip.
0: I mean, Galena can go with them for sure. Yeah and it's not hard to get a a bard of significant repute into a a place like this.
3: Hell yeah. So you're asking what's the reason for them being
0: there, James? It's it's not a reason for them to be there. It's a it's a way to announce them. Like Ah. Okay, there's not sorry, a ball totally or anything going on right now. It's like basically you just need to make enough of a splash that most people know who they are. So the rumor spreads and everyone's like, "Oh yes, that's those people." Don't worry about that. It's a, it's a very much a social action as opposed to a physical action. Like it, out out of character, it could be as small as going up to the biggest gossip and being like, "Hey, did you know these people are showing up?" Or it could be like walking into a room and be like, "Hey, these people are un- are here and they are my best friends." Mic drop. Leave.
2: These people are here and they have so much money that it would make your head explode if you saw their Scrooge McDuck fault.
0: Money is so uncouth we're all nobles we all have money scoff scoff
2: oh well fine (laughs)
5: but do you have connections to the empress
0: no i i mean that's that's a legitimate thing to do but like what you need to do with that is go up to someone and be like hey i knew you wanted somebody to sponsor your (laughs) dig over there did you know who has a lot of money these guys I dig it. Do you dig it?
2: But a Oh, okay. Am I so? Am I still talking to the uh, to the guards at this point?
0: No, I mean I was just like you. You get into the get into the castle, fine. Like you are a person who is known. These people are with you. That's fine.
2: Okay. And and who is around? Just nobles?
0: Who do you want to be around? There are servants. There are nobles. There are some strapping young lads and older bucks in the courtyard clashing weapons together. There are. Uh, There are also some ladies down in that courtyard bashing metal against those young bucks. It appears to Mm. be a a full castle going on. It seems like there are lots of folk.
2: All right. All we need to do is get within earshot of a group of servants because we know how servants are all such gossips. (laughs) Connor is
0: just like pretending to fan himself. Oh, yes. Aren't they just? And then he's like, wait, wait, hold on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then- improvise a conversation about how the two of you are in town looking to invest in some new business that tickles your fancy.
0: Connor nods slowly. I think I can do that.
2: I have faith in you Connor.
0: Okay make a because this sounds like a straight like you're walking by some people and pretending to have a conversation about how they want to invest in stuff. Sounds great make a deception to increase Connor's deception.
2: Eden rolled a 15 in deception.
0: Connor gets to roll deception at advantage.
2: Nice.
5: I'm excited that Connor is just someone we get to dress up occasionally to do our bidding.
3: (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) I just realized that
0: when you said it. (laughs) Uh, Connor walks in and does a passable job. He rolls a 14 and is appropriately haughty and unconcerned with the large quantity of gold he throws out and immediately you see those servants look over and scatter to like go inform the various people that they're in charge of being informants to.
2: Wow, stereotypes are such great time savers.
0: True
3: dat. Now that I'm seeing that they're just trying to be, you know, snobs, I'm hoping that Odette's muteness comes off as she's just too good to speak to people.
0: <laughs> so many people are gonna get power moved when she doesn't answer. <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah, basically. (laughs) All right. So do you all want to leave the castle or, Galena, do you want to stay and help them out?
5: I want to help them.
0: Okay. So in addition to that, it's less difficult to be like, here's a troubadour because she's basically on the same level as like a servant, you know, somebody who works here for a minute and you are there. But we're going to come back to you a little bit later. Okay. Okay. Eden and the rest of the party, you step back out of the building. Just out of curiosity, Sariel, have you already turned street meat into a burb? All right, so Sariel, are you, have you already turned street meat into a burb?
6: Uh, I would wait until we were all ready to just, no, we're already rolling out, aren't we? Yes, he is already a burb. He is okay. the prettiest burb.
0: <laughs> the prettiest burb? What kind of burb is he?
6: <laughs> Peacock. Uh, this t- tempting, <laughs> very tempting. <laughs> Come like on,
0: sad street me just running around being like, oh. Shit.
5: No, ah, they can, they can, they can fly. They just yeah, can't fly very really
0: well. Is. Make a roof like... being beautiful.
5: They can also shake their butt feathers and make them go clack 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 clack.
6: Wait, now I kind of want him to be a peacock.
5: No, I'd uh, uh he'd be something. he'd be
6: a hawk. He'd be a hawk.
0: Okay, you guys see peacock. a a hawk soaring in the sky above making pretty lazy circles around the city it's just starting to cool down so there was just enough heat from the black cobbled streets to create a thermal to lift that burb up there but you do see an owl just perched atop a roof staring at you guys as you walk through the city Whoo! yes towards what kind
2: of an owl
0: a a pygmy ground owl whatever owl eve is
2: gray pygmy i think yeah gray gray pygmy
0: gray pygmy and you head up into the north edge of Uptown where you find a small compound with the Amber Sun's banners over the wall and a I- couple of guards standing in front. It's wait, it's already evening?
3: Because I said I, I, I kinda want to check the temple.
0: Oh, it- you wanted to split up. Okay. So Guiche, heads- well, hold on
3: wait, so wait, did, did we have to split up to do this? Like is yes, that how tough you want? Okay. Yes.
0: It's late after mid-afternoon when you wake up, you guys plan for a little while. You head out.
3: You don't have to do a full recap. Okay, then I'll just stick with the group and we'll check afterwards.
0: Okay. You get to this compound. The amber sun banners are over the walls. There's a couple of guards in front. Just look like the same guards you saw in Sid's toes, just with like a slightly different cut of their armor, more of a stylistic change, but they seem to be just guarding the door. And when you approach, one of them steps forward and says, oh, wait, before we get there, can mm-hmm. I check Sten's disguise to make sure it's solid? Roll a perception. I think I have Sten's disguised record. Well, actually, you would have to dis- disguise him again because he went to sleep. So, yep. roll a disguise is what you should do.
1: Me? Uh, no, me. No. Geish. Because
0: I have disguise kit,
3: which is, is good.
1: A, this is exciting. I always hope it's bad because it'll be hilarious. I got it's my a wish.
0: Seven. Looks great. Feeling good, guys. <laughs> you guys step up to the guards. I, I assume Eden is leading.
2: Almost certainly.
0: Okay, you step up to the guards, they hold out a hand to halt you, and then bow slightly. We have the pleasure of guarding Hattie Sil's estate. Who may you be?
2: I am the Lady Eden Milan, and these are my associates, the Lord and Lady Cecilia and Cecilio Flonkerton.
0: He looks behind you, seeing, let's see, who's with you now?
3: <laughs> right, because you left them at the castle, Molly.
0: That's okay, because they, they don't
3: know that. Are you trying to pass us off as them?
2: No, that was just... Uh... There, there were so many scene skips.
0: Yeah. But he Sorry, I forgot thing.
2: you all existed.
6: That's okay. <laughs> it happens.
0: So let me get some tokens on the field so you guys know exactly who's there and who's not.
6: Molly, in her vast wizard powers, was just pulling an interstellar. And it's just like, I don't know, all these moments are the same. I'm in the endless moment place.
0: <laughs> That's legit. it's all
6: just bookshelves.
3: <laughs> Make them stay, Quinn. Make them
2: stay.
0: Oh, make her stay.
2: Good impression. Good Michael McConaughey impression.
0: Okay, so I've got some separated people. <laughs> so you know who's with who. There are four of you. So you need to have at least three aliases or tell them who people are.
2: Oh, great. And this is the Lord Sebastian.
3: Wait, no, I don't need a fake name. I mean, I have plenty of fake names. But Mozart.
2: Mozart. I, I think- <laughs> No, that's your I, name now. Actually, that's, that's literally
6: who you are
3: cool now. Name. Well, I was going to say, what is the, uh, what was the clan that Namtar came from?
0: So far as Namtar knew, he didn't have a clan. Are well, you talking about last... which family he That's what served? I meant. Which family was he from? The Koblia.
3: Wait, was he an orc? Or was he a hobgoblin?
0: He was an orc. He was oh, a sh- yeah. servant slash slave. Right,
3: right. That's right. Okay. Uh, I want to say, because I rolled a seven on disguise kit, Sten looks like a very lumpy hobgoblin. Or a lumpy hob, uh, lumpy face hobgoblin, like it's probably not very good. So I'm trying to think of a good hobgoblin name for him. So I'm Sebastian Moza- Mozart. Eden I just want to say I'm now. imagining.
1: I'm imagining that I have like on like a mustache that's like peeling off. That <laughs> was crooked. that was what I was imagining. Can we go with that? Because that's awesome. Yes. I'm Stan, a human. <laughs> I'm is... a human. Hello. That no, you're amazing. a hobgoblin. A hobgoblin. Can't yes. tell the
0: difference. This argument Wait, no, absolutely happens in front of them.
1: <laughs> no,
3: it's happened before.
5: I'm not here, right? Where am I?
3: You're with Odette and Connor. Okay. Cool. I mean, I can just use my normal name, Eden.
2: But that's nowhere near as
3: fun. Uh, I mean, people know that I've been with you. I mean, Stan or Stan. Do you want to be Stan Mozart? Stan's like Sebastian. Stan. Bastion? I'm
1: Stan Mozart. Okay. A sailor. <laughs> She's <laughs> yes, going
3: back to that again. Okay.
1: Oh, I miss start. the
3: seas. This, this,
6: this is definitely happening in front of the guards.
2: The seas, oh. which were wet, which I definitely spent time on with the water and the
0: salt. Yes, and the fish. those
1: exact ones you speak of are the ones that I miss.
0: The guards look dubiously <laughs> at all of you. Uh, first, Eden, make a deception because oh, these boy. goons behind you are not helping.
3: I wanted to say this was happening before, but you guys keep saying we're in front of the guards.
2: Oh, this is going to be good. Ah, oh, yeah. It's a trap. Eight in deception. We're all going to die.
0: The guards look behind you and look at each other, and then look back at you. The Lady Eden is, of course, welcome inside the estate, but I'm afraid her friends will have to wait outside.
2: Oh, but the Lord and Lady Flonkerton have traveled all this way. Which? Please, one? A- a- at least, at least let them, let them pass.
0: Which, which ones are the Lord and Lady Flankerton? And which one is the sailor, Stan Mo-, Mo- He's Stan. I
2: <laughs> The tall Fresh one is, is from Stan. from the
1: seas, smelling
0: of salt. The- yes. Stan will have to wait outside.
2: <laughs> the ex- My extremely well-dressed comrades are the Lord and Lady Flankerton.
0: And the Lord Flankerton will have to leave his sword with us. Out of character, just so I
3: understand. Are you saying that Sariel and I are the Flankertons now? Yes. Do, do you realize you're doing that, Molly?
2: Am I? Oh, well, no turning back now.
3: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> this is happening.
5: <laughs> I imagine that they just all go through and Sten's just outside just proclaiming, I'm Sten of the Seas. So oh I guess, they all frankly
1: really prefer being out here. <laughs> I can really... smell the salt in the air. Sten's going to get murdered on the street. We're I can take care quick. of myself. I fended off pirates of all varieties. <laughs> Mainly really?
2: the sea kind. Indeed. On the sea.
3: Molly, so Odette and Connor and Galena are at the castle where Quinn is. We are at, at the some Amberson estate where Syl is.
0: She's dropping the... the same the same gag. They're far away. Okay, How are they gonna know okay. that okay. she just did this at the castle.
3: Um so let's just sort of...
0: hope
2: that uh my my guess is correct, and that nobody in this area has ever met the Flonkertons.
3: Okay, then. So, if if Eden is going with this, Gish makes a horribly pained face in response to how bad this deception is. Well, um, thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is a terrible deception.
2: It's okay. I know. It's not my fault. It's the <laughs> dice's
3: fault. <laughs> uh, I, so, I have to leave the squire with him? Is that what they're saying? Uh, yes, they're asking you to
0: leave your weapons with them.
3: Okay, I will unbuckle the squire, my sword, and I want to see if I can't persuade them to leave it with me, because I'll, I'll make the case that it was extremely valuable, and it's been passed down. This sword belonged to Lord
0: Thorndery Flonkerton
2: Fifth. Thorndery. I like yeah. it.
0: Make a deception, because it does look valuable, but your story is bananas.
3: Yeah, well, I'm sorry. But the foundation and they know it's fishy already. Has not been very good, James. I rolled a 14.
0: The guard in front of you looks down at it and sees like the runes on it that look like perfect and it's very clearly like a magical sword. Slowly nods and says, you will have to leave the bow and the other knives with us though. You seem too heavily armed to be going into a meeting of this nature.
3: He nods, trying to keep up this this character. He says, oh, understandable. I'll leave it with with, uh, Sir Mozart. And he, uh, he will go and leave the weapons with.
1: Thank you, sir. I shall take as good a care of it as I do my precious ship. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> okay, um, so
0: you step into the compound.
3: Wait, 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 wait. Uh, what so- I will, what I will do is, when I hand the weapons off to Sten, I will say, if it sounds bad, run in here and start busting heads. Well,
6: I mean. Is there a place like just out of sight? Yeah how is where he getting like I could where I could escort Sten like Wait what are you talking about? You're lady Wonkerton,
3: you're coming
0: with.
6: No, just like, oh Sten Bastion, let me point you towards uh a <laughs> shop where you can wait until we return and then there just turn a his f- into a bird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a bench right next to the door where it is assumed like people may wait to be let in. Okay, but so he'd turn it in. probably pointing towards that but it is a very nice part of town there's not a lot of like out of line of sight alleyways as this place okay. is you know late afternoon it's kind of bustling
5: he'll probably be all right if he just waits then turn him into a peacock and walk him back and say it's your uh, emotional support peacock
0: <laughs> <laughs> as street meat falls out of the sky <laughs> an orc just splatters in the middle of city and they're like ah oh, it's the end times now now he is street meat.
6: Oh no. Alright, Sten Sten will be fine.
0: Okay, so you guys step into the compound. It's a nice little garden area in front, which just seems to be the offsol style now that you guys have seen it enough. Especially sorry, El, you just seems normal to you. A servant leads you in, a youngish human man. Dressed in uh, traditional Umbrian style with like a you know, with kilt and tartan and white blousey shirt. He very graciously bows and takes you into the, the estate proper. And you're led through a couple of different hallways. And eventually into like a nice sitting room with a fire roaring. It's gone from a little bit brisk outside to very warm inside. And motions for you to have a seat as you do... Not more than like three seconds after the servant leaves, a elderly hobgoblin man with very fine robes on, but they look to be like sitting robes, like I'm just chilling around the house kind of robes, comes in and looks around at you. Which one of you was Eden and who are these other two?
3: Before anyone says anything, I want to roll perception to see if we've walked into a trap, like if there's any obvious trap
0: things here. Obvious traps. As you have. Five seconds in this room, where do you look? Um, I'm basically just to look for any runes or anything that's on the doorway. Uh, okay. Stuff like that. Make a perception. 17. You notice as you look at the door and its surroundings as you pass through it, the exposed wooden floor right at the edge of a round rug that you just stepped on has something carved into it. Like clearly somebody just took a knife to the floor.
4: Mm.
3: Is there a fireplace in this room?
0: Yes, there is a... Merry fire blazing.
3: And is there space between the edge of the rug and the fireplace? Um, like if, if I There's a toward...
0: short, like, two-foot thing, but if you're standing on that, you're going to be real toasty. As he enters,
3: Guiche will walk past Saryl slash Liddy Flonkerton, and with his head facing her away from Syl, he'll point to his eyes and then point towards the edge of the carpet and then move as if he's going to admire the fireplace.
0: Okay. Smooth. So this man comes in and asks... Who are all of you, and which one of you is the Lady Eden Milan?
2: That would be me. Lovely to meet you. And these are my associates, the Lord and Lady Cecilia and Cecilio Flonkerton.
0: I I assume they have a reason for being here?
2: Yes, they have the best reason. Of all the reasons, it's a great reason, and it's a real reason.
3: Seeing Eden having trouble... Uh, Giege will remove his hat and and, and and take a most pretentious noble bow and say, uh, "Mummy and Daddy have left us quite a bit of gold, and we'd love to invest in your college.
2: Eden's head is going to swirl around very quickly and look at Giege in utter amazement, primarily because she's impressed with the acting that he's got going on right now that just seemed to come out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't okay. think I've ever heard him talk like that before.
0: <laughs> uh Giege, make a deception. It's not performance? No. You are trying to deceive them. Like, it's partially performance, but mostly deception. And I can't write off the deception I did to bring my sword in? No. Okay. If that were a crit, maybe. Oh I rolled a three. Oh so, no. Gige's accent is literally what we just heard. The cartoonish <laughs> thing that like the peasants do to like make fun of nobles and the elderly hobgoblin man looks at Giege and then like just does that like looks him up and down action and then looks at you, Eden, again. Sariel Eden will, step will just in at smile this point.
2: <laughs> and act like everything is fine. There is nothing odd about this situation.
0: <laughs> what is Sariel doing to save this situation?
2: Uh,
6: Sariel is going to step forward. Um...
2: Yes, yeah, Sariel, please do something to save us. <laughs>
6: Oh no! Sariel is going to step forward. Oh gosh! Out of character, I'm just having a moment.
2: It's okay. Take your time. This kind of uh, this kind of art takes time to create before you can reveal it to the world. It's you like already...
6: I had I had a bunch of caffeine to stay awake, and instead, it just made me incredibly anxious. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah
1: I know how
3: that feels. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you want the options?
6: No, um, okay. because I know out of character, I know that Sariel is going to be like sorry for our deception. Um, Ravi,
3: you're you're in a level with him. Got it.
6: Yeah, because that's just kind of what we need to do. We apologize deeply for the deception. We are the companions of Lady Milan, who have formerly done battle with a creature from another plane. And we are now seeking the advice of the Baron Hatisil, who is renowned in that area. And just, you know, continuing to apologize for the deception. We didn't think that it would be possible to secure an audience otherwise.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say, make that Persuasion at disadvantage because Gish has already tried to lie to him. But uh, bringing up the otherworldly entity is like cutting straight to the meat of the issue. So uh, make that at regular.
6: And that's a Persuasion? Yes. For Yee. Mm. Oh, no. It's a five. Sorry, I'll rolled a five in Persuasion.
3: Do you have Inspiration?
6: I don't think so.
0: Hold on. James, stop being ye- stinty
3: with Inspiration.
0: She should because the last time we played she got inspiration from dragging that guy out of the water
6: it is not showing up on my character sheet but if i can claim that sure
0: oh i mean if if i say gain inspiration you gotta click on it oh well (laughs) put it in there for you
6: i don't know how this works Uh, i am going to use my inspiration that i got in our other game to roll that one more time
0: yes your bernie hand gives you (laughs) motivation to not f this up
6: Sariel rolled a 13 in persuasion. It's not great, but it's a lot better than a
0: 5. That's true. That's true. The magus slash baron Sill looks around the room at the three of you, for the most part avoiding Geige, but settles on Sariel as she is speaking and furrows his brow slightly and then drifts back over to Eden before saying, I am a follower of your brother's work, which is why I accepted this meeting.
2: Fantastic.
0: I assume you're familiar with his dissertation on architecture and geometries and their effect on ambient energy and veil polarization?
2: Yes, of course. I'm quite familiar with it. But uh, just for fun, why don't you tell me everything you know about it?
0: As I hold up my notes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> does, huh. does, Eden, does Eden know about it, though? Roland or Connor real quick, because you may have picked this up at some point, but it's like... How much does a regular person read research papers? I but imagine
2: it, that if she would have a general idea of what these concepts are and would be able to explain them somewhat academically. But when it comes to the actual literal dissertation, she probably doesn't have any more than a vague idea of what's in it.
3: Well, yeah, that's true. if if I can posit an idea, I would think she would be pretty well versed because it's her brother's work, and he wouldn't dis- he vanished for a while. Yeah, it's definitely yeah,
2: but a possibility. I, I don't think Eden would have would have read her brother's dissertation.
0: Yeah, it, it's a possibility. If she rolls high enough, it's it's happening.
2: Well, Eden rolled a sixteen in Arcana.
0: You have not read your brother's dissertation, but you know the terms involved in what he just said. And for what you can grasp and your brother's specialty, you're like, building something in a place will make it change the way that place filters energy into different realms. So like a temple properly built will make a place, even without worship, will make a place more connected to the gods. Kind of like that general prospect.
2: Ah, okay. Gotcha. Then I will say, uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm quite familiar with it. I also found it very impressive.
0: As you are feigning the ability to understand about this, I want you to roll a deception real quick.
2: Oh boy, not another one.
0: You're able to roll it at all because you know what he's talking about, vaguely what he's talking about, but it is going into like your master's professor's room oh. and being like, I know what's oh. up.
3: Damn! Fuck! Uh,
2: critical success. Eden rolled a 23 in deception. So Take that, bitch That needed yeah. to be the arcana roll. For sure. I know, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Sariel and Gij, you both just watch as... Eden starts dropping some like real technical terms in a word salad that makes absolutely no sense to you. And because it makes absolutely no sense to you, you think that this guy is going to just slap it down. But he just raises an eyebrow and does like a mildly impressed look.
2: I know some stuff.
0: And he says, Lady Milan, I misjudged you. Many people come to me feigning curiosity. Only for me to find, later, that they intended to use the information that I give them to, uh, secure themselves some kind of power with demonic entities or fay. But I believe that you are a true scholar. I, I can assume that you're not here to actually attend my school. You don't need to. You're clearly a master already.
2: Well, I'm very flattered. I very much appreciate the compliment. And no, we would never, ever... Try to deceive you in any way. Don't be mm, yes. silly.
0: You, I think it's funny because I'm pretty sure Eden is the only person who's uh, crit on deception rolls in this game, and she's done so against her dad and a teacher. Yes.
1: <laughs> I like that. We
0: now Fate. know her backstory.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I want to say as she says that she would never deceive. He, he just shrugs.
0: Just getting undermined by your party. I'm going to say he what? doesn't see it. That better yeah, be right.
2: the most subtle shrug that ever did shrug, Mark slash like yeah,
3: sorry, I didn't want to see you.
0: The Baron sill pulls up a chair nearby where the couches are and sits on it, gesturing towards the couches. Giege, you can clearly tell that like he is also in the circle, which, I mean, you're not a magically inclined person, but like that seems like a bad place to be if you're going to do circly things at them.
3: Right. Either either it's protective and he's put us in the
0: circle, protective circle with him, or it's like bad times, but he's also in the circle. So I will move back to the, uh, to the couch. But he sits down and gestures at the couches, folds his hands in front of him and says, What knowledge do you seek from me? You spoke of extra planar entities. Wait, that is what you said, right? Yes. Okay
6: that we had previously done battle with one. And recently I returned to my hometown of Zilgrada and Sariel will look kind of at Eden just to make sure it's okay that she continues speaking because, you know, the whole noble, not noble dynamic. Eden will subtly nod. Oh, damn,
0: that and give deception. give a sign of approval. It's real good.
6: <laughs> I mean, it's not, necessarily, it's not necessarily deception in that case, at least for Sariel. Sariel does kind of defer to Eden. A little. A little. <laughs>
0: Truth and lies. Still I'm pretty it.
2: brilliant.
6: <laughs> uh, and Sariel will continue. During my time there, found that the rumors that have always existed about students forming packs in order to pass their classes to achieve the ranks they desire have increased uh, many fold. Many fold. Many like <laughs> Have increased a lot, a lot, a lot.
0: Lots. <laughs> Several.
6: Uh, And during my time there, I did, Sariel doesn't want to use the word spy, uh, I did look into a specific school. And although I wasn't able to see uh, the full nature of what they were doing, I did see a classroom of meditating students going through a specific set of gestures, uh, which I believe are intended to be making contact.
0: Do you show him the gestures?
6: Sariel will ask, like, I can, I can replicate them if you'd like. That
0: would be most helpful.
6: Sariel would do so.
0: As you do them, his eyebrows go up. He's kind of an elderly gentleman and looks a little bit gaunt and slightly tired, but he looks owlishly surprised, and before you're even finished, says, Stop, 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 stop. I know Sar- of which you speak. The entity you are hunting and or have been fighting has no name. It is referred to as the Nameless Hunger, a curious and seemingly harmless spirit from the Deep Realms. At least initially, but it's insidious really. Takes the parts of you that you offer, consumes them, and leaves you a husk. Often what is left in a person is what they deny or are ashamed of, leaving them seemingly insane or evil. He looks around sort of calmly, his arms folded in front of himself
6: sorry, uh, Sariel would nod. That does seem very much like what we've been up against, and does seem to match the behavior of some of the students I saw from the school,
0: speaking stories. I can tell you now that I am looking into it. It's a work in progress, but we have a plan to permanently seal this spirit in the Outer Realms. No matter how a student or foolish individual may try to summon it, it will be blind to our world.
6: Sariel would would nod. Out of character, I'm kind of stumped as to where to go from here.
4: Do we yes. want to ask
6: him do we want to ask him right. about the silver? Do we wanna
5: Yes, do it. And remember that his uh, companion that had the book too that Golena came across.
6: I don't think we want to mention that. I don't know, maybe we do.
3: Um okay I'll I'll pose the silver question. So what exactly are we asking Like what what relevance does silver s- have to all of
6: it? Sariel can tentatively pose I've I've heard talk of careful positionings of silver wire and she'll just kind of leave it hanging to see if he elaborates or see what his reaction is.
0: That's a good question. How cool is his reaction? He is cool as a cucumber. Is that so?
6: No no so reaction. He, uh, he's he gives not no he's reaction. not gonna
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pose a question to him, but in the time that Starl's been talking, can I do know your enemy? Yes. Um, you've you've had a couple minutes
0: in this room as he's walked in and sat down.
3: I wanna know his current HP, his AC, and is con lower lower lower
0: okay but um, he is a mage probably right yeah so far as you've been cannon. told so <laughs> that doesn't help you that much when you sees saryl put the statement out
3: and he gives no response he will then say would there be a way to channel some sort of energy from this what did you call it? James? the nameless hunger yes okay would there be a way to channel energy from this nameless hunger by way of Silver wiring or, or I guess, a uh, placement of silver shapes, similar to how, I guess, a building might be erected.
0: He just leans back in his chair and says, ah, hmm. To channel it from such a creature as that, silver is very pure and of the natural world. It represents what should be here not what shouldn't. It is unlikely that we could transfer very much energy from a creature such as that. Could it be used to safeguard against it? Oh, absolutely. Any type of ward would definitely have some silver components. Would you like, perhaps, me or my students to make you some? It shouldn't take longer than a couple
3: weeks. He looks between the other two, and he's like, he's got his tongue to like the his top teeth, as as if to say, like, what? What is? What is this? And I go, yeah, yeah. I think I think we would like that. Would we like that? Do we want that?
6: I don't think that's necessary at this time.
3: Well, we we might want that. He'll quickly put a hand on Sariel's shoulder and say, we might want that in a week. That might be a good time. He's now nodding as he looks between
0: Eden and Sariel. Well, I, I am curious. You said you have had encounters with extra point of beings. Would you care to recount such encounters?
6: Sariel will again look at Eden before continuing. Eden will give another subtle nod. Uh, in the dwarvish cold forge. Gosh. And Sariel will look at Geige to elaborate. <laughs>
0: sure. you, you can say I... Okay. I, Ca- I give a,
6: caffeine-induced anxiety.
0: I give a you're okay, vague... You're okay, you're <laughs> okay. I give a vague story. I give a very specific story. I give a story omitting this. Like, you don't have to tell the whole thing again.
6: Sariel would give a mostly vague story for the purposes of omitting murder puppies. But anything discussing... Anything discussing the nothing that listens specifically she would be detailed any uh any pieces of literature they found or the the nature of the portals themselves since architecture seems to play into this pretty intensely she would just lay it out mm. unless like Gij or eden motioned for her to stop
0: anybody want her to stop
6: no
3: um, nope yeah i mean if, she, if if basically she just says like there's a portal there and some bad things are coming out he would just let her go
0: when you are finished with your tale his eyebrow twitches a couple of times. Specifically, you notice when you describe the aperture size of the portal, but when you are done, he says to Geige specifically, I don't think you will need any sort of protective ward anytime soon.
3: Oh, well, mm-hmm. that's good.
0: But I say you should report this to the library at Zlograda. I'm sure could they verify it, it would be worth quite a reward. Protecting this world is very important to the Avzal and the Empress.
3: I want to do an insight to see how strong his loyalties would be to the Empress because we believe the Empress might be in on this. You want to see his loyalties?
0: Like
2: Can you do that through an insight roll? That's
0: No, I can't. No. You can't just be like, is this man loyal? Like you can know (laughs) what he's feeling right now.
3: Can I do a perception to see maybe how friendly how about this? Can I roll perception to see
0: how much of a patriot he might be? as you look around and have been in this place this is clearly not his house like this is the amberson estate and he mm. is currently staying here like mm. there's nothing personalized to him everything is like amberson memorabilia so like if you were a less insightful person which like if you had like negative 1 insight or something negative <laughs> 1 in wisdom mm-hmm. i w- i would be like yes he is the most patriotic person like he has no pictures of his family all pictures of amber Suns <laughs> and the empress uh, if you um, if you want to roll an insight, you can roll an insight of whether you think he's lying right now or something like that, but like okay, not whether yeah. he is loyal to the empress. Sure. So I will I will roll an insight on his
3: suggestion to see if he genuinely thinks that's a good idea or if there's an ulterior motive for his suggestion. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. Oh my god! I critically failed with three. My rolls are terrible tonight.
6: You know what? I want to say that Sariel would probably like be mentally face palming. Because that seems, that. Sorry, that like seems that- no, no, like mentally, yeah, just constantly. <laughs> uh, because that seems legit to me. And I imagine it would probably seem legit to sorry like, oh, snap, I was at the library. I should have been like, hey, another planar entity things. I don't know. IDK.
0: Well, it, it would have involved exposing your presence on a much larger level than yeah. like to a couple people in a family. Keish, you think that this person is 100% honest. He thinks that that is the best idea for you because whatever you dealt with it's gone now.
3: Mm -hmm. Okay, sure.
0: I'll say Giege has lapsed in judgment and thinks this guy is totally on the level. At this point, the Baron Hattisil reaches out and points a finger at a bell over there and it, it jingles and a couple of servants come in with tea. He says to you all, it would be rude of me not to offer you some refreshment before you go on your way. Is there anything else I can help you with?
6: Again, unless Guige or Eden motion otherwise, Saryal will begin to wrap up. No, that's been quite helpful. Thank you for your time.
0: There is some tea served to you and some small refreshments. It appears to be some, like, Umbrian cheeses. Do you guys consume them, or do you guys paranoidly look at them and be like, ah, it's poison? I want to say you will politely decline, but then I don't know. How I rolled that three
3: in insight.
2: I think that's probably the best course of action right now. I. I certainly am not going to take any bites. Yeah,
6: Sariel will uh, will politely decline. Thank you, and just be like, thank you again for your time. But we've left one of our companions on the street, and we should return to collect them as quickly as possible.
0: <laughs> Sariel saves you all by making a valid excuse. He looks mildly put off for a moment as you guys snub his hospitality, but stands up and nods, walks you to the door of the building, Outside, slash meanwhile, Sten, sitting next to these guards, one of these soldiers walks over to you, stands next to you, and the other one walks over in front of you as well. They sort of tower over you as you sit on this
1: bench, and one kneels down. Uh, Mateys?
0: Your mustache (laughs) is falling off.
1: Ah, must have been the salt of the sea that did it. It's a common problem among sailors. Sten will sort of adjust his mustache, not even thinking anything of it. One of them looks at you and, excuse me, do you mind if I help? Help with my mustache? No, the the rest of it. I suppose a sailor will never turn down help. Sometimes at sea, you have only your wits about you and one shipmate remaining. So far be it for me. Eric, you slay me. (laughs) So far be it for me to turn down the help of a good man. Yes, sir, please, you may. They look at each other like sorrow in their eyes
0: at this poor (laughs) madman on the street. (laughs) But the one kneeling in front of you, like, licks his thumb and, like, smudges your your makeup around so it, like, looks more realistic. Minutes later, your party emerges from the from the estate. And you see uh, a, my shipmates, a much more put-together <laughs> sten, and the guards still standing at attention.
1: The guard that just fixed my makeup?
0: One of them came to, like, stand in front of you, so it doesn't look it looked like the other one was... You couldn't see
1: what he was right, doing right, to your right, face. Right.
2: How are you doing out here, stan... Mozart, the sailor.
1: Stan, Mozart is doing well enough for a man desperately separated from his ocean home. But well, these gentlemen were just very kind to me. Oh, well, out... that's wonderful. Yes, yes, need. You seem to what be have, holding up you... very well. Yes, yes, I'm doing well enough. How are we... How about you, you folks, you?
2: Oh, we, we are, <laughs> we are are doing wonderfully. Thank you for asking.
1: Where to now, may I ask? Can I say that we
3: will proceed to the temple?
0: Sounds good. And so okay. you guys start heading towards the temple, but we are going to well, cut o- across the town back to the keep, where pretty quickly, Galena, as you were hanging out with Connor and Odette, aka Cecilia and Cecilio Flunkerton, fl- fl- Flunkerton they are within 10 minutes of your arrival, and you're leaking to the servants, kind of mobbed by courtiers who have questions questions about eden why is she here what does she want what is her brother just another
2: tuesday also amanda's not in here
0: oh she said her tablet died well that's what i get for not having that notification of somebody less left the server well then that's something okay so we (laughs) are we in the temple no as you guys are leaving We switch perspectives as the camera soars up to an eagle's eyes and then soars down to just outside of town as Dupe and Oost step out of one of the south gates into the large expansive army camps in front of them. Dupe, you see numerous banners that you recognize in front of you, and
4: something you don't. Which
0: which banners do I recognize? You recognize Tahan's third line, you recognize the desert boars. You recognize the exiles and you recognize the seekers and you know a hodgepodge of lordly banners with lions and shields on them, because you know they're all the same,
4: yeah, okay um let's go talk to the exiled
0: the exiles have what is close to like a lordly banner it's got kind of a griffin on the front with like a chain on its leg that's broken as you approach them it is what looks like a bunch of hadrian cavalry like a bunch of horses a bunch of dudes in various degrees of full plate you know that their leader's name is osiris
4: okay am i being stopped by like guards or something uh,
0: as you walk in, mostly you get like a little bit of heckling as people are like, What you up to, half man? Another group of men toss a glassy chunk of obsidian in your path. You gonna eat it? Or does it make you randy? You hear another man laugh, Ha <laughs> rock humper. People are being very rude. But other than that, you are unimpeded. Although there is a degree of catcalling to the hooded figure behind you of Oost, who looks like a lady trying to not be noticed under ah. a hood.
4: I'll I'll just whisper, like, kind of under my breath to uh, Ust. I'll be like, don't be intimidated by them. They're mostly cowards.
0: Under the hood, as you're looking up at her, you can just, like, see her nod a little bit.
4: Okay, then. I guess we will go to wherever Osiris is.
0: Okay, you find the command tent. You know that this mercenary company is about 150 heavy cavalry. Like, they do wars. They don't do much else. So they're here. As you approach this tent, this is the first time you are challenged. A man out front who, even though he's just like a dude standing guard, still looks kind of bow-legged, like he's been on a horse for too long, and holds his hand out and says, Hail Dwarf, what are you here for?
4: Hello. Um, I am Dupe of the Kneebreakers, and I was hoping to speak with Osiris.
0: Uh, Kneebreakers? I didn't know they were here.
4: Um, they aren't, but I am.
0: Oh, contract work. Like yeah sure i mean i figured you might go somewhere where they have you know dogs or something he kind of smiles at his own joke but then like steps into the tent and you can hear him being like there's some knee breaker here to see you want to talk to him and a feminine voice from inside says uh that's odd sure i guess and he comes back out and waves you in and as you step into the tent you see a Pretty muscular woman who also looks like she spends a lot of time on a horse is wearing like the padded armor that you wear under plate. Is pretty sweaty, like she just came in from a ride just now. And she turns to you and is just like, What do you want, dwarf? I mean, (laughs) dupe.
4: Ouch. Um, hello. I was just wondering, uh, how business has been around here. New in town.
0: Uh, there's been a war, so business is pretty freaking good.
4: Ah. Who've, uh, who've you been fighting against?
0: Precious wyorks. They don't even have horses. We have almost zero casualties. You got Uh, a mastiff or something you can ride? You wanna, you wanna join up?
4: Um, I'm not so sure at the moment. Uh, what are they doing down this far south? I didn't know orcs came this far south. Eh,
0: I don't know. We're just here to fight.
4: Oh, okay. I I can respect that. I would look to Oost and see if, uh, she has anything to add Oost
0: doesn't seem to have any questions or thoughts, but is clearly restraining some punchies.
4: Ah, yes. These people are talking about killing her people.
0: At this point, as you look at your human-sized feminine cloaked figure, the captain looks at you and like looks at her and is like, I don't buy slaves. Oh, no, no,
4: no. That's... She's not a slave. Well, She's a uh, contractor that's kind of working with us sometimes.
0: I mean, whatever you call her, we don't want her here.
4: Okay, well, we shall uh, take our leave then. Thank you for your time. Next time you pay for it. Ah, noted.
0: You step out of the tent into this large camp full of cavalrymen and ladies.
4: I'll ask Ust if she has any uh, preference on where we go next. She raises her head a little bit and
0: looks around. Shrug? And says to you, they all look like flags.
4: Yeah, that is true.
0: Which one do you think is friendly to us? Or to you?
4: Me? Probably... I don't know. Probably none of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which one is not your enemy?
4: Yes, to Han's third line?
0: Well, let's go there. Cool.
4: Let's go there, then.
0: You wander a little bit further east into the mass of campgrounds and uh, temporary structures to a large flag that is mostly white with two dark black lines and one third red line underneath it. The difference from the other camps is obvious and immediate as you pass into a camp with like iron rods struck into the ground with like rope between them marking off areas and things like that all the tents are in lines it's perfect and all the soldiers have their kit in order their gear in order but they also don't look like green recruits they all look like veterans And as you are marching through this area, you see about a hundred guys that seem to be sitting around. But you can also guess that they probably have half their number out on maneuvers, maybe? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But as you approach the center, are you looking for the command tent, or are you looking
4: for Lahu? Actually, I don't know if Duke knows Lahu. That's what I was about to say. I was like, do I even know who that is? No, you don't know Lahu. Okay, then I'm probably looking for the commander. Okay, you
0: walk through the camp soldiers look at you and you see like that clearly there are a couple of guys now following you through the camp but they seem to be keeping their distance just in case you cause trouble they're walking you out or in depending on where you go and as you approach the main tent it doesn't seem to be much bigger than the other ones whereas in much of the other camps there seems to be a nice tent in the center whereas the rest are kind of garbage this one seems to be just like the same except twice as big and at the front of it there is a hobgoblin officer who they're not wearing the traditional armor of the ampersand or anything like that, but they're all wearing similar armor. He stops you in a similar fashion. You ask to see the leader and you are let in. And inside you see three figures. One is a cowled mage looking fella who appears to be an elf. You see a human in the garb of a cleric of Asmodeus. And you also see an Older, like too old to be a mercenary woman in armor, Hobgoblin, who appears to be directing the other two as they are looking at a table. She looks over and says, Yes, what can I do for you?
4: Uh, hello, I'm Dupe of the Kneebreakers, and I'm kind of new in this area, so I was just seeing if I could get any information on what's been going on.
0: Kneebreakers are hardy folk, though, third line's been on maneuvers to the east. With the, uh, 7th and 9th Avzal. I'm willing to cut you in for contract pay. We can always use another man on patrol.
4: Um, possibly. But, uh, who are, who are you guys patrolling for?
0: Orcs. Northern border is hot with them. They're pressing, they're probing. They're trying to sneak south and raid supplies from farms. They've almost gotten far as the Sanguine Fields sometimes before we catch them. Sometimes we only catch them on the way back.
4: Ah, oh, I see. Is it mostly just the mercenary groups that are ending the lands?
0: No, all the standing army, as I said, the 7th and 9th Abzal is handling the east section of the border. We're spread thin. It's not good, but if the push comes to shove, we outnumber them 4 to 1. Oh, According well, that... to our numbers, you know they're never right.
4: Ah, uh, yes, yes, I can relate to that. Have Have you guys gone into any uh, serious skirmishes or anything? Eh,
0: nothing to write home about, if you have one. Although, there has been some interesting stories. The other two men just sort of sit down as... The two of you just start talking shop. (laughs) (laughs) She turns to the guy in the Asmodeus cloak and says, Hey, get us a drink. And he looks back at her. What? I'm not a servant. I'm a man of gods. She's like, well, get your god to give us a drink. And he looks mad and huffs out. Hera Tahan, as you recognize her as the leader of Tahan's third line, sits down nearby and offers you a chair and says, yeah, we've been hearing some weird things, like none of the fighting has been too intense, never more than 10, 20 enemy combatants, but there's been some weird rumors from the Northwestern front, so to speak. They've been more disorganized than usual, these Umbrians. They've always been more savage than us, fighting in camp, even assaulting officers. Ever hear of such a thing?
4: Um, not particularly?
0: Well, you believe me, it's just their way.
4: i I will take your word for it.
0: But they keep talking about this this bloody maiden. She, like, points generically west of where you are. If you walk over into their camps, you're going to see some soldiers doing needlepoint, trying to make banners with the bloody maiden on it. Some, some angel out there that's making them
4: fight harder. Wild, right? Yes, yes, indeed. Wait, out of character, who's talking about this angel thing?
0: She is saying just, like, random soldiers from mercenary companies and the Umbrian, the actual Umbrian military. Oh, okay. Like levies and soldiers, have been talking about this figure, this angelic figure called the Bloody Maiden.
4: Okay, that they, like, see during the battle? Yeah. Oh. It inspires them? Yeah, it makes them fight like dogs, apparently. Or, hmm, maddens them, perhaps, is a better word?
0: Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. None of my soldiers have reported anything of the like. Hmm.
4: Perhaps I will look into that. Well,
0: uh, you do you. If you run into Juke anytime soon... Tell him he owes me another chance.
4: Oh, will do. He's a stand-up guy.
0: She smiles at you and your drink is full, but it is clear that she's done talking to you and she just looks at it. Well, this one's on me then.
4: Oh, I thank you. I've, I lost my mug and been very thirsty.
0: <laughs> but at this point, it is clear that she is done with you and her cadre resumes planning and just out of the corner of the eye, you can see that she's looking like at a map of the area. And yeah, it seems like whatever... Her color guys are deployed east of the city if they didn't like move around their little pieces first before you got in.
4: Right. Do I notice any other significant pieces?
0: Um, There's a mark on the map to the northeast. All the other pieces are like us, allies, them, three different colors. And then there's a random other piece. That's where you know the weird stone keep is.
4: Hmm. Okay. After seeing that, I will leave. Okay, I guess we will go west to the kind of weird soldier people. All right,
0: so you head west, you get into the way she was pointing was into the camp where the uh, desert boars are, and just beyond them is where a large camp of Umbrian levees is. So a bunch of like peasants and militia who've been like drafted, basically, the levy camp is just sad to behold its real squalor. Men with, you know, padded armor and something that resembles a weapon. Right. And the desert boars aren't much better, but you recognize them as a, a very a very hungry company. They're very large, but they take green recruits constantly to refill their losses.
4: Okay. Let's go talk to the desert boars.
0: Okay. You want to go talk to their leader or do you want to, like, roam around the camp?
4: Um, I'll just kind of roam around the camp
0: and get the, uh
4: general vibe
0: okay as you were walking around roll a perception to see what goss you can gather as no one in this camp even notices you're there except for the fact that like oh here's a well armored dwarf
4: oh geez critically failed with a five in perception you have a really good perception i didn't know that
0: even though you failed uh as you're walking around not only do you not notice what people are talking about or generally you're listening to the wrong conversations you hear a lot of personal conflicts with other soldiers and whining about the food. But one thing you are super not paying attention to is boost. Acc- and at some point, a drunken soldier, this being near near nighttime, so it's not super out of hand, but again, these are mercenaries, so they're probably drunk earlier in the day, comes up and grabs her arm and drunkenly swears if she wants to dance, and is struck in the neck and falls down and suffocates in front of a bunch of other men. Or oh, is yeah. beginning to suffocate in front of a bunch of other men as you stand in between two loose rows of tents. oh <laughs> What do you do?
4: Probably run. <laughs> okay.
0: As you begin to run, I want you to make an athletics to get out of there quickly before people get a chance to react. One... One good thing is that these are a bunch of green, drunk troops, and they take a minute to realize that he didn't just fall on his own.
4: Right, right. Ah, I rolled a 15 in athletics.
0: You manage to get out of the camp, but you do hear behind you basically descriptions of you. A, a dwarf with spiky armor came oh, into camp with some, uh, some waif who killed a guy, and you do actually hear in the, in the distance behind you He's dead. He's not breathing. And a call for a cleric.
4: Um, I guess like when we're somewhat safe, I would turn to Oost and be like, "What? What the heck happened? What was that about?"
0: He attempted to grab me. I pushed him away.
4: That was one hell of a push.
0: It's not my fault that he is weak.
4: Yeah. Yeah. They kind of suck. <laughs> Whatever. They were probably not going to be very useful, anyways. <laughs> As you guys are running
0: away, you do see a couple of hanging off of tents, very badly sewn or painted images of what look like a lady with blood on her in some way. Usually, like, looking sad.
4: Hmm. Okay. Can we still go to the awful levee camp without being recognized? No. Ah, <laughs>
0: <shit>. <laughs> We're going to cut over to Galena real quick before we close for the evening. Okie dokie. But she's not here, so we're not doing that. Good night, everybody. And with that, we will wrap for the evening. Hola. Bye. Shoot. With that, our heroes have deployed their agents and now aim to have another go at the Unbreakable Temple. But will they find it to be too tough a nut to crack? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes.
1: I really want to make sure... I like being this naval character. As small as my role was in this one, it's incredibly fun.
3: You keep wanting to be a naval man, I've noticed. Yes, I
0: do. Someday, we're going to do that boat adventure. And you get to be a Navy man. But once you get on the boat, I think you're going to role play that you're a farmer.
2: (laughs) You know, one of these days it would be fun to catch James in a moment where he is not 100% prepared for one of these really overly specific niche questions. (laughs) But that Mm -hmm. day is not today.
0: That day is
4: not a day that I've been in a very boring lecture all day. (laughs)